0: Visit roberthalf.com today.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to Que Golazo. We have a great interview with Barcelona, Denmark striker Martin Braithwaite, as he discusses life in Barcelona, looking ahead to PSG in the Champions League, La Liga, title race, Copa del Rey, and what he does off the pitch, which is really, truly amazing. He has some great, great ventures that he's fully invested in along with his uncle, Philip Michael. Stay tuned, a really good interview, a really good chat with Martin Braithwaite. Stay right here. Joining us on the show is Barcelona and Denmark striker Martin Braithwaite. Martin's career has taken him across Europe from Toulouse and Middlesbrough to Leganes and eventually Barcelona. Most recently, it was his goal that secured Barcelona's place in the Copa del Rey final. And this week they face PSG in the second leg of the Champions League round of 16 with a hope of yet another remontada. For Denmark, it was his goal that placed his nation in the summer's Euros. Disclaimer, we are not going to talk about their win against my Peru in the World Cup, but there's a lot you may not know about Martin, who is one of the most interesting professionals out there. He's an entrepreneur and a businessman with a social mission to wipe out the racial and gender wealth gaps. Along with his partner, CEO and uncle, Philip Michael, uh, nice companies, owns, manages, and operates real estate properties, but with the intent to help reduce the wealth gap and help people of color have more financial control of the real estate and their futures. Their new venture is Temple University called Temple One, creating a hacker house where minority entrepreneurs can incubate their business ideas, get mentorship, be introduced to strategic partners, and be able to participate in a biannual pitch festival to potentially receive investment. So, as you can see, Martin is more than meets the eye. And he's here today. Martin, welcome to Lasso and see. Sports HQ. How are you, my friend?
0: First of all, thanks for the introduction and thanks for having me. I'm really good. I'm really good. Life is good and um, I'm happy.
1: I'm sure you are because as we're taping, of course, you score that great goal uh, to take <laughs> you to the final. Uh, very, very happy for you. Listen, first off, for those of us who are not familiar, because we're going to talk about your football, obviously, but you're such an interesting human being. You're so inspiring in many ways as well, along with your uncle and everything that you're doing. Talk to us a little bit more about Nice Companies, the overall mission, and why you got involved in the first place.
0: First of all, we're always, we're always trying to, to go in, in, um, in different, different businesses. And uh, in the end of the day, Our goal is always to give back to the people because we believe that's something we're here to do. We're not here to keep everything from ourselves. Everything everything in life is about giving back and give give back to people who are less fortunate than, than we are. So that's what we're trying to do.
1: So with this new venture at Temple University, and I said it a little bit in the intro, why don't you elaborate on that? It's about giving more power to the people, as you said. What's the idea behind it and the overall goal?
0: The thing is is to to change people's mindset because when you're born in a certain area and in a certain family, sometimes I can only speak for myself, you just keep going in this circle of life where if your, your family and your community they don't have this knowledge and you don't know exactly how to do things then it's good you have people who can help you and push in the right direction because this is some knowledge that usually you wouldn't get for free anywhere so we're just here trying to give back and and actually in the end of the day making people happy because when they feel more in control financially it actually means in the long term that they'll be more control in their life and they'll have more time for their families rather than Work too hard for the money, and we want them to to we want to teach them to make one money work for them. So that's basically it.
1: Right. Because also the other component, Martin, as well, as you know, of course, is that millennials and younger millennials, you know, are uh, more in debt than ever than any other generation as well. So it's obviously about reducing the wealth gap. And specifically for you, I think with these ventures, uh, with nice companies is about reducing the wealth gap and giving a little bit more strength um, to black and brown and indigenous minorities uh, specifically to make sure that they take more control of real estate and and who they are uh, professionally and personally?
0: Yeah, definitely. We believe in equal rights, no matter which color you are, there should not be any difference. So this is something that's really important for us because no matter your color, you should have the same rights and you should be able to do the same things no matter what. So we just want to put everyone back in the game and make it equal for everyone.
1: Martin, you know, where does this side of you come from, right? I I know that your uncle and the CEO, Philip Michael, of course, uh, so business centric. Uh, Where does this business centric mentality come from, from you, especially with a socially conscious objective? Have you always been like this ever since as a kid?
0: No, I wouldn't say I've always been like that as a kid, but when I got older, and i really took a big interest in in developing myself as a human being a lot of the books that i started to study and read it was always about how you start your own business the most successful people in the world how they have built their business and i don't know it just opened my eyes for a lot of things in business which actually don't have so much to do with football but i found a way that i could bring some of those principles to play football with but Through learning what they said, I also realized uh, how many things I can do through business. And it's a big opportunity to give back to people.
1: Do you think it's important also just as an athlete? Because obviously an athlete's longevity is obviously a little bit shorter than other professions. Is it important to you that you have another type of future after you retire?
0: Of course, definitely. Because a footballer is where you get a bigger paycheck. Than people they usually get, but in the end of the day it's a paycheck. And if you don't control it, in the end, your lifestyle, it will you'll start to have a life, every, everyday spending lifestyle and expenses that will just match what you're earning. And it's really important to take control of that and and take take control of getting some passive passive income in your life, because that's where the wealth, the real wealth it is. And everyone, they don't know that because they are using their body and working hard just to to get that paycheck at the end of the month. So that's really important.
1: Absolutely. All right, let's talk some football here, Martin. Uh, let, how did it feel to score that goal uh, against Sevilla to put Barcelona in the Copa del Rey final? Surely uh, the, the biggest part of uh, your tenure, because it's just been over a year since you joined Barca. How did it feel?
0: It was amazing. Of course, you always want to help your team to to reach the final. And yesterday was just an amazing game all over the the pitch. Everyone they were playing really good, and in the end we got the win like we came for. So it was amazing, and yeah, just to top it off with a goal, it was it was an amazing feeling, of course.
1: How has it been for you this year in Barcelona? Not just the team, but just living in the city with your family. How have you, you know you're now going through another manager, Ronald Koeman, before Kike Setien? How how are you feeling in this club right now?
0: I'm feeling really good. I feel personally myself and the team is getting better and better for every game. I feel that you have seen that through the season that we just been getting better and better, and I feel right now we are really, really strong. And people they should fear us. We're in a, we're in a really good place. And on a personal level, my family and me, we are we're really happy. in, in Barcelona, it's a great city, and we're really enjoying life here.
1: ¿Cómo tú haces español, Martin? ¿Ah? ¿Cómo tú haces español? Está bien. You speak Spanish well, or what?
0: <laughs> Está bien. No hablo correctamente, pero puedo hablar castellano. Sin problema.
1: Oh, man, I'm telling you, you're just too smart for everybody. Too many <laughs> languages. <laughs> hey, Martin, listen, I wanted to ask you about something because obviously uh, a Scandinavian striker in Barcelona is not, um, you know, it, it's momentous, it's historic, especially for Scandinavian nations. But there's another one that created so much history in Henrik Larsen. And I hear that you obviously especially when you first moved there. You talked to him a lot. You asked him a lot about uh, the club, et cetera. How How did that come about? How much do you feel that when it comes to another Scandinavian striker in Barcelona?
0: I just feel blessed and I'm really grateful that I have such kind of players, former players around me that I, they can just share me, uh, share the knowledge with me. And I'm just picking his brains every day on different things and, and trying to learn from him. It's a, it was a great player and, and I used to watch him when I was young and, and just being next to him every day is, is special.
1: And I hear as well that, you know, because at the very beginning of your move, you know, Luis Suarez was there as well. You would like study the way that he would play with Messi and ask him questions as well because I feel like you're such a hungry player. You're always looking to study people and Luis Suarez was one of them, obviously, because playing your position as well.
0: Yeah, of course. Luis has been one of the best strikers for so many years. So he's obviously doing something right. So I was trying to ask him and I was trying to look at the small details that he's doing, the runs and how he would link up with other players. Um, It's a really important part of the game that people, they might forget, like the small details in the game. And I'm someone who likes to study the game completely. So I think it makes a difference.
1: No, absolutely. One hundred percent. Listen, you said um, just something that you just said earlier about Barcelona and how you know, teams, you know, you're climbing up the table, you're feeling good, obviously, Copa del Rey final. Um, As you get ready to face PSG, right, and hopefully to climb an obstacle here that you have to do, you said they should fear us now. Do you feel more confident than from maybe perhaps two weeks ago?
0: Yeah, because we have been in so many games since and we've been doing great, winning games and we're in a really good state. Of course, the last result, we made it difficult for ourselves, but we have proven before that we can do it, so why not again this time? We are feeling good going into this game, and uh, I believe we can do something special.
1: I, I mean, like you said, it's happened before. Why not, huh? Why not? Always oh, should think about that. Listen, what about the Euros this summer? Denmark with a very good squad. You actually, your goal uh, against Republic of Ireland, secure that spot. How are you feeling about the European Championships?
0: I'm feeling good. I've been waiting for it for a long time because it got postponed last summer. Uh, I'm just really excited. I hope that everything will be OK so we can have some fans at the stadium. But I'm really excited. We're going to be playing some games in Denmark. And uh, it's something really, really special. And uh, it's something I'm going to really enjoy.
1: So, Martin, just quickly back to Barcelona, because obviously this is a CBS Sports and, you know, big U.S. American market. Uh, Sergio Dest, uh, a player that is uh, a new, just like you, newly, you know, introduced to the uh, Barcelona squad. How do you feel about him? Uh, how close are you with him? You know, he's obviously, you know, so popular here in the U.S. and, you know, big hopes for him. How is it playing with him?
0: He's really good. He's a really nice guy. I talk a lot with him every day man, he's a good guy with a lot of potential. I'm sure he'll have a great career.
1: So when I asked Sergio Des, because I also interviewed him like last year, I asked him a little bit about what was it like, you know, when you meet Lionel Messi for the first time. They, you, you've been around, you you don't get really shaken by much, but how was it to to finally, you know, see Lionel Messi and be, and be his teammate?
0: Amazing. Of course, from a young age, I, I used to watch him on TV and now I'm here playing with him, so... It was it was amazing, and uh, also it was kind of natural because he's a really laid back guy, chill. So it was it was really natural and really easy.
1: Who's the uh, who's the comic in the dressing room? Who's the jokester in the Barcelona dressing room?
0: Oh man, we have a lot, but I would say Griezmann is. Uh, I think <laughs> will be a good pick.
1: <laughs> Griezmann, yeah, for sure. I definitely, I definitely believe that. Hey, listen, uh, another quick question about Denmark because I'm looking at this squad and. Yes, it hurts me to remember when Denmark beat Peru in the World Cup. Of course, you deserve it. Fair enough. Uh, but let me talk to you about the European Championships again, because I'm looking, you know, you, Christian Eriksson, Poulsen. This is a good squad, Kasper Schmeichel. How far do you think you can go here?
0: If you, if you know a little bit about, uh, a little bit about me, you know I'm always aiming for the win. So going into this tournament, I'm only thinking about winning it, nothing else.
1: That's it. You can win it. You can take it. I love it. I love, I, I love the uh, the 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 optimism and just the the the, the, the like they call it la garra charrua in Uruguay that hard work. Hey, Martin, listen. Where do you see yourself? in 10 years? Because now I'm going back to the nice companies. Uh, I'm going back to everything that you're thinking about outside of the pitch. Where do you and your family see yourself in 10 years? Uh, do you see yourself building uh, nice companies even more, perhaps other ventures? Uh, how, how do you picture that?
0: Definitely, we're going to keep building on nice. And I think we'll have other, other businesses. Uh, and I will still be playing football in 10 years. So I'll not be a complete businessman in 10 years, but I'll I'll still be playing and I'll still be at a really, really high level in 10 years. The next 10 years of my life is going to be amazing and I just can't wait to experience it.
1: Well, you have American roots. How about MLS maybe, huh? Maybe MLS in the future?
0: Yeah, you never know. You never know. Right now, I'm just focusing. I have so much more things to do in Europe. I have a lot of things here to conquer. But yeah, it, it could be one day.
1: Well, Martin Braithwaite, Denmark-Barcelona striker uh, scored the goal for Copa del Rey final. Gets ready for the Champions League against PSG. So happy to see him thrive, especially with nice companies as well, uh, with the socially conscious mission. Martin, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us.
0: Thank you again for having me.
1: Hey, everybody. I want to thank Martin Braithwaite for joining me today. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Kegolaso Pod. We are also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, youtube.com forward slash Kegolaso. We're on CBS You can read an article based on my chat with Martin. And of course, plenty more to come here, including Champions League previews, Champions League recaps, weekend previews, and so much more. Thank you for supporting Kegolaso. We'll see you next time.